welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. Well, with today being the first day of March, we're going to talk about that a little bit and the symbolism behind that. March is actually another name for the Roman god Mars. And this is connected to the early Roman calendar because at one time, Mars or March was the start of the new year. And it was the start of the new year because Mars is actually the, the Roman god of war. And so right after the winter period, right after the, the chill, you know, faded, this would be the time where military pursuit, pursuits resumed and now people are getting back at it. And so there you have uh, Mars or March representing the period of time where, hey, they're going to pick up their swords again and get back at what they plan to do. There's always two sides to a story, isn't there? And so while the Romans really admired Mars, the god of war, their understanding of Mars was that Mars was stern, you know, Mars was brave and, and rather, um, you know, the, the, the person that would get out there and face evil. They would fight it. You know, they would fight for what they felt belonged to them. And the other side of Mars was the god of agriculture. And so when they weren't fighting for what they felt was the right thing to fight for, they were actually at hard at work producing and cultivating the ground. And so, you know, you have some agriculture there. For Rome, it represented prosperity. Mars is also the father of Remus and Romulus, um, who are the founders of Rome, by the way. And so the Romans used this name as the first of their new year as a good sign, as something that brought about, you know, hopeful for prosperity. Now agriculture begins, now the, the picking up the sword, as it were, begins fighting for what you felt was the right thing, and now picking up your uh, hoe, as it was, and cultivating your, picking up your spade and cultivating the ground. So you have all of that. However, you have the flip side. Mars was also known to the Greeks as Aries, and they did not like Mars at all. Mars was associated, or rather under the name of Aries, was associated with someone who was the bringer of war, bringer of death and destruction and carnage, of someone who, when they when they would step, even their horses, you know, they had they were drawn by four horse. The chariot was drawn by four horses on which Aries would arrive. The horse's name was Terror, Fire, Flame, Trouble, right? And to them, the children of Aries or the children of Mars was fear, terror. And even the sister of Aries, of Mars, was discord. So everything around, surrounding Mars would bring horror, would bring a disruption, would bring discard, a discord, would bring carnage. They would zap the joy out of the land, as it were. It was even said that 
um, Aries or Mars, when they were in, when they would be in Olympus, they would have the skull shaped brass knobs and a cushion of human skin. So it was associated with something that was just devastating, you know, a destroyer of cities. Nothing good came from Mars, right? It's all about perspective. So on one side, you have you know, Rome, who thought of Mars as this person that would go to war, that would fight for them to make sure that they were safe, to make sure that they could continue to have prosperity. And, you know, they, it was so much so that they honored Mars by the, the start of the naming, the start of the new year after this god. And then you have the flip side, how other people would view them as someone who is a destroyer, someone who is bringer of carnage, bringer of chaos, bringer of discord. And then the, the side issue is all this drama that they would associate with Aries, with Mars, uh, the Greeks, as it were, because of their viewpoint, they felt that, oh, you know, here is a person that's always bringing trouble and they're always starting a war, but really they're a coward, right? And isn't that often the case? The person who's, who is the first to start trouble is really the person that's deep down a coward because in their stories that they would tell, Aries was a coward. And one time when he was wounded by an arrow, one small arrow, he went, you know, he went crying back to Olympus in pain. I mean, there's always somebody who would be oddly attracted to this sort of person, always an enabler. And so you have Aphrodite, who was oddly attracted to, you know, the good looks of Mars, always presenting himself a certain way, you know, fierce, fierce, but deep down is a coward. And Aphrodite, as you know, was already married, but started an affair with Mars, started an affair with Aries. Hephaestus, her husband, got was upset about this and decided to trap the two of them as they were together and then brought everybody to witness this. But all the people, all the other gods who came to witness this convinced him to forgive them. And when he forgave them, Ares, as always, from the from the view of the Greeks, was ever the coward, slunk back and ran away from the situation. And so you have all of this drama on one side surrounding Mars, surrounding Aries from the view of the Greeks. So it's all about, you know, it's all about perspective, isn't it? So as we move into March, it's all about what you're doing, I would say, you know, to each his own on how they start this period of, uh, you know, good as the sun the equinox moves into us having longer days. Now it becomes very visible. We're more now into agriculture during this period of time as it gets a little bit warmer. If you're in the side of the um, world where we have daylight savings time, where time you know, springs forward, now you're really going to see a major difference. And so I would say to you that this is a time for you to reflect on what kind of difference you can make in the world. Are you the type of person that will go to bat for what you believe in, but really you're just doing what you can to have prosperity and you're putting the effort in to grow uh, those positive things in your life so that you can have something later on during that harvest season 
for both yourself and your family. You don't want to be the person that presents as one way, presents as this brave front, but now, you know, bring discord to others and then be considered a real coward when the time comes to back it up. So we don't want to be about that talk. We don't want to be a person that starts trouble for no reason. If you're standing your ground to protect what you have, that's one thing, but you don't want to go and cause chaos and bring trouble in other people's lives. It's just something to think about, isn't it? So there's all this information surrounding March. You're certainly welcome to add your comments and the research that you're doing. Right, newbies? You're doing the research for yourself, and you're certainly welcome to add your comments to the discussion. So that's it for now. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune tellers consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.